Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Moving Toward Better podcast. I'm your host, Karen Bemis from movingtowardbetter.com, and I'm here to help you live your best life and let the rest go. Hey guys, it's Karen Bemis. As I'm recording this, there is a pandemic going on in the entire global community. Whether you call it the coronavirus or COVID-19, it is everywhere. There are countries like Italy who are completely shut down. And in the United States where I am, we are being asked to self-isolate for two weeks and to limit our interaction with people as much as possible. That's about all we can do right now. And it's stressful. And some of us have immune compromised or elderly loved ones. Some of us are stressed because we have to go to work. Some are stressed because they can't go to work. Even my 88 year old mother-in-law with dementia is affected because the normal parade of visitors to her home is now a trickle and she's feeling lonely. Next, there's the passing of my sweet niece. This little one came to our family through grace. So how appropriate that that was her name. My sister-in-law and brother-in-law love that little girl more than you can imagine. But what's amazing is how many lives she touched while she was here and how many are still mourning for her after she's gone. And then finally, a page that I follow that I really respect shared a post that had a list of reasons someone might see a therapist that had nothing to do with mental illness. They stated that you don't have to be broken or ill, which is entirely true. And they included the hashtag and the stigma. And while I agree with all of that, I go a step further and say that to truly end the stigma, we need to include that it's okay to see a therapist for any reason necessary, including being ill or broken. We never tell someone with a broken arm to tough it out or that they're weak for going to the doctor. We tell them to hurry up and get medical help. And the same is true of our mental health if we really want to end the stigma. So what do these seemingly very different things have in common? Two are huge emotional events. And the other talks about one way to deal with those huge emotional events. So for those who follow my blog, you know I'm a huge fan of the DISC personality and behavior system. And how we respond to these huge emotional events has so much to do with our personalities. I have a full podcast about the DISC system that explains each personality type in more depth. And I'll put the link to that in the, po- in the show notes, sorry. And some of the pertinent blog posts in the show notes as well. So let's start with my niece's passing. Because, you know... When that happened, some people stepped up to plan and organize everything. They decided where and when everything would happen, including where and when to deliver food. They were the gatekeepers that kept too many visitors from showing up. Then there were the people who did what they could to cheer other people up, 
to tell them stories, to entertain everyone, to give them a moment of lightness. They welcomed people in. They did what they could to lighten the mood. And, you know, others then stayed in the background, doing what they could to help and support from behind the lines, as they call it. You know, they sent mountains of food, mountains of food, my friends, and so much support, including one of my favorite moments was the night that of my niece's visitation when my brother-in-law and sister-in-law got home. Their front yard was filled with luminaries that just lit up their whole front yard. And it was all done in memory of my niece. Also, people attached these beautiful pink ribbons to poles all along the route from the church to the cemetery because that was Gracie's favorite color. And I know a certain personality type made sure those luminaries were placed perfectly in rows and that the bows were all the same and they were the same height. And it was just a beautiful thing. Every personality type did what they did best. And our our family appreciated every act of kindness. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody had a positive reaction to what happened, especially in the beginning. The day that my niece passed, some of us were very angry and punched things. Things, not people. Some were overwhelmed and silent. Some were clingy and some retreated. Some needed to be around other people and talk. And others needed to step back and not talk. And there was a point in the evening when a number of our nieces and nephews started talking about the fact that they shouldn't feel so bad because my sister-in-law and brother-in-law were the parents and they're the ones that lost a child. And we had to stop them because there's times like that when we're faced with a huge thing like that or a pandemic or a life-threatening moment. And we had to tell them, it's okay not to be okay today. Because that's part of processing your deepest emotions rather than pushing them aside or stuffing them down. Because you know what? They come back if you do that. Instead of talking about it. Instead of saying, I'm really angry that she's gone. I'm really angry that God did this if you're a believer. It's okay. You're allowed to be mad at God because you know what? If you really do believe in God, he, he, she, whatever, is big enough to handle it. They can handle you being mad at them, you know? And some people prefer to process that with others. Some people prefer to do it alone. And it's neither wrong nor right if you actually process the emotions. And if you choose to do that with a counselor or a therapist, that doesn't make you weak. It makes you wise, wise enough to reach out for help when you need it. You know, there's a story that I think applies to people seeking help and seeking to be the people that help others. It's a story about a bucket of crabs, and it's not really a story even. It's just a situation. Have you ever seen a large bucket of crabs? When there's a huge bucket of crabs, it's very rare that the crabs get out. I don't know if you know that or not, because as one of them starts to climb up and reach above the crowd, the whole crowd at the bottom starts to pull them back in. And it's the very rare crab that actually escapes. And you know, in my part of the world, the same thing kind of happens when people go to therapy 
are admit that they are dealing with emotional or mental issues, they get labeled often as weak, but are they really? You know, it's like people are just trying to pull them back into that, suck them back down where they feel comfortable that, you know, they're a little damaged, you know, and a society that labels people as weak for seeking mental health help. I think it's a great act of courage to go ahead and do it anyway. You see, when I was having marital issues in my first marriage, I waited until I was at the end of my rope to seek help, till I was ready to have a breakdown. I knew my then husband saw me going to counseling as a weakness and saw me as being weak. And in some ways, he was right. I was weak. I was beaten down and I was weak. But I also knew deep down that to survive and thrive, I had to leave that relationship. But I had to get past the damage and the fear. And the counselor that I saw listened a lot and said very little. She let me come to my own conclusions, make my own decisions. But the last thing she said to me was, you knew what you needed to do the day you walked into my office. You just needed to develop the courage to do it. And she was right. And from that moment, I knew how valuable good counseling and therapy can be. So here we are in these very stressful times. And depending on our personality, we respond so differently. While we've always been a nation that prides itself on toughing it out, maybe it's time to change that. Maybe instead of using unhealthy coping mechanisms like alcohol, self-harm, abusing others in person or online, overeating, overspending, what if we turn to the best side of our personality type and make a positive impact? And if we can't do that, maybe we grab up the courage to talk to someone that can help us sort it all out. Because when we cooperate and we collaborate, everything gets better. In conflict, chaos reigns and nothing gets better. Which do you prefer? Chaos or peace? So where do we go from here? How about this? How about you start a garden? You write some letters. You make or share some really fun videos. You get your home organized. If you excel at those things, great. Maybe you can help somebody else who struggles with it. That's how we move forward. That's how we go from being not okay to being okay. We do what we do well, and we support others who can't or won't, not won't, but who can't or don't do things well that we do well. If you want to learn more about your personality types, and I suggest that you do because it is such a life-changing thing, because also it helps you make a positive impact on the world, being yourself, which is amazing. I want you to check out the link to the Moving Toward Better Disc Services page in the show notes. I want you to get your own assessment figure out who you are and how you can make your best impact on this world because that's all we can do. It is so very much my mission in life to help people live their best life and let the rest go, especially in these dark or seemingly dark times. 
This is actually an opportunity for us to rise. It's an opportunity for us to be the best we can be. And that's what I want for you guys. I know it's a scary time, but when we start taking care of each other, instead of fighting with each other and sniping at each other, that's when humanity evolves. It isn't about hoarding toilet paper or buying up all the hand sanitizer so that you can make money. That doesn't make you a good human being. That doesn't make you a good anything. What makes us who we are is taking care of our most vulnerable people, caring enough to do the right things. Just like we saw with our family, so many people stepping up in so many ways. That's the best of humanity. It doesn't matter if you have money or you don't, because I will tell you most of the people that have helped us out recently, they're not people of means. They're just good people. And they helped out any way they could. And that's what you are. You are good people. If you weren't good people, I don't think you'd be listening to this anyway. So here's the thing. You do what you can do. You do it to the best of your ability. And if you need help because you're not in a place to do that right now, you go ahead and get it. That doesn't make you weak. It makes you wise. Until next time, everybody, please keep moving toward better. Every single day, live your best life and let the rest go. Love you guys. movingtowardbetter.com. It's our mission to help you live your best life and let the rest go. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast today and then go to our website, movingtowardbetter.com to sign up to be part of our email community. That way you'll always have access to all the moving toward better fun and shenanigans. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for being you and have a great day. Love you all.